Welcome all of you fantastic dental podcast listeners to the My Practice My Business Dental Podcast Show, where we help dentists profit and thrive with excerpts from the clinical business of dentistry training here at My Practice My Business. We'll be addressing and answering questions with current trends dentists and their teams face each and every day in their pursuit of this wonderful career we call dentistry. And now the host of our show, the clinical director and president at My Practice My Business, Dr. Rob Thorup. A group of dental team members were sitting at a table and they were shop talking about their offices and how they charge their patients for things outside of what is traditionally covered by dental insurance plans. You know, those dental procedures where the patient is mostly or completely responsible for the entire expense. I know some of you are having heartburn right now, even thinking about that. Oh, the insurance should cover everything. <laughs> yeah, okay. Where <laughs> they actually, these patients actually have to pay for the entire CDT coded procedure because it's a non covered expense. I've seen a lot of stuff written from the ADA, and a lot of people are talking about these states with non covered expense laws. These have existed for years. I don't know why there's all of a sudden this excitement about it, but I couldn't possibly charge my patients for certain dental services, says one of the office managers to another. And the other office manager says, they're not your patients, though. <laughs> this is a conversation that's going on. I was just eavesdropping. What makes dental teams think that socialism resides or should reside in the practice? with the dentist footing the bill. Maybe all discounts they give away should be on an equal distribution plan from everyone's paycheck. Whoa, wouldn't that be fun? Do you think things would be different if that were the case? Would the fiduciary thought leadership change at that point in time? Why do offices treat their patients and perform dental services to the patient's insurance coverage this is the topics that have been going on for a long time. Many times we hear team members, even the dentist owner of the practice, say they just have a tough time charging their patients for more expensive products and services. And yet they all will complain about reimbursement rates from insurance carriers. They all complain they simply cannot purchase more expensive products and supplies because reimbursement rates make it cost prohibitive. But what about those of you who have gone through, say, I don't know, our training here at My Practice My Business, and you learn how to charge more for those expensive products and services? You learn about your PPO contracts. We actually study them and read them. You learn about the rules and regulations of the insurance plans with recorded conversations from the insurance uh, hierarchy themselves. And even your state laws governing dental insurance companies and the contracts, and you see your unlearned colleagues continue to give away services every day. And they're the ones that are always complaining. I don't know about you, but it actually makes me feel bad for them. I don't get frustrated like I used to. I actually now kind of have a big heart and I just feel bad for them. Tracy and I were on a call this past week with some local colleagues, and we were discussing the new Utah dental law, which ought to be adopted in every state in the nation, by the way, and how we can be profitable on PPO plans. That was the topic of discussion. And one of the docs said that, he said, I had my PPO fees analyzed by a company, and that is, it, I am profitable on my PPO plans. 
I'm like, <laughs> okay, without going through our training, I don't think so, because I'm pretty sure you don't even understand direct operating costs and costs of goods and how they tie in. And I'm pretty sure you haven't run the numbers. But that's okay. You keep believing that. And I actually hope he's right, to be honest with you. But I find that just a little difficult to believe, especially since one of his team members actually came to me and spoke otherwise. Sorry, Doc. Why do we allow pride? I think it's just pride to dictate such nonsense with each other. I, I don't know how many times that I, that I hear other docs and office managers, well, we just had one today, state, you know, I've been doing this for so many years, I just don't know what I can possibly learn from you guys. <laughs> we get that all the time. Eh, not to worry. They're coming through training. They're going to learn a ton. Even with the power play that we teach here at My Practice, My Business, and, and knowing PPO contracts and state laws, we are not profitable on all of our procedures, but we're extremely profitable overall. And I seriously doubt he's profitable. It's really interesting. I practice in a building in Salt Lake, in Salt Lake County in the, what would be considered the Salt Lake Valley, where we have multiple dental offices. We have some pretty good camaraderie in our building when it comes to helping each other out when we might run out of supplies or something of that nature. But one of the docs came into my office asking if I had a particular supply that he had ran out of. And I said, yeah, I got it. And I went to the back and got that supply for him, brought it out. And while he was waiting, though, because I wasn't exactly sure where it was in the office and my trusty assistants, they were busy. <laughs> so you know how that goes. But while he was waiting, he overheard a conversation that Tracy was having with MetLife. And <laughs> the lovely insurance rep, uh, they were getting schooled by Tracy on their crap verbiage to one of our patients regarding telling our patients that we should not be billing them for anesthetic. Now before, oh no, he said anesthetic, he's going to lose us. We don't charge for anesthetic. Well, if you really looked at your cost of goods for anesthetic, it's around $36. Don't worry. You know, buildups are just $16 more. So why shouldn't we just go ahead and let the insurance company bundle buildups instead of fighting back? That's a whole nother story. Anyway, so our, our MPMB uh, clients learn how to charge patients for anesthetic and not give it away. And that's one of our mantras that we're proud of. And isn't it so weird that medical, veterinary, and chiropractics charge for anesthetic, but we dentists think that we're supposed to give it away? I find that so strange that many consultants and book writers tell you that anesthetic is inclusive with your procedures, right? Well, this doc who just happened to be standing at the uh, desk of our receptionary, he got to hear uh, the conversation with uh, the insurance company and Tracy, and his jaw hit the countertop as he heard the insurance rep confirm that we certainly can charge the patient directly for anesthetic. What? <laughs> oh, it didn't end there. He also heard Tracy demand the insurance rep call our patient in question and apologize to them for the misinformation one of their reps told them, making that made us appear like we were overcharging the patient for something and even charging for a procedure that we were not supposed to charge for. You've all had that experience, right? Well, this doc got to hear the insurance rep tell Tracy that 
they would not only do that, but also place, when I say do that, apologize to the patient, but they would also place in this information in their chart just in case they or the patient called back before the call went out. Isn't that amazing? Those are the types of things that we train on here at my practice, my business. So my good colleague, he heard this conversation said, wow, I've never heard our office manager, let alone any office manager, handle an insurance rep like you just handled that one. Tracy, she turned to him and said, yeah, that's because they don't know what they don't know. And that's the real problem. The doc said, or is it because they choose not to know? And I started thinking about that, and I thought, that doesn't just apply to the office managers or hygienists or dental assistants. That applies to you too, Doc. So Tracy said, well, if they just come to our training, then they would gain the experience to be able to increase their profitability. Just as he was about to ask Tracy for information on our training, his office manager entered our office in a huff and puff. And she proceeded to do what so many do best, and that is escort him back to his office where she is in complete control. I've peed in all four corners. This is where you belong. You know, that control which literally costs the doc and team thousands of dollars in net revenue every month. And dare I say, a lack in bonuses and wages for the entire team? What do I mean? Listen carefully as I remind you about the reality of the clinical business of dentistry. On the Utah Dental Networking Group on Facebook, I noticed another doc trying to hire a hygienist, and he stated that he could not understand where all of them have gone. And many of the respondents stated that hygienists are leaving Utah for other states where they pay more. And then it happened. Then it happened. One of the respondents had this to say. This will improve when practice owners stop taking low-paying reimbursements and pass the increased revenue on to staff and hygienists. The Utah dental profession has to rise above the current state and become career-minded, which we haven't been willing to do so far. It's going to be painful at first, but better in the long run. And I'll just add a bit more, he says. It's not an easy problem because for every office working to drop a carrier, meaning a PPO plan, there's another willing to take the patients that insist to stay in network. It takes a unified effort, he stated. You know, I agree with him in part, but once again, why would I drop PPO plans when I'm extremely profitable with them? You see, it's cost prohibitive for those of you that are taking PPL plans to use more expensive products and services, or at least it should be if you understand profitability in business. Your profit margins are just slim at best, and you know it. Your wages, they've decreased since 2004, and you know that. When you give your staff a wage increase just to keep them from going elsewhere, like that gentleman said, it comes out of your wages, Doc. And you know it. Oftentimes, when you have an average month or, heaven forbid, a slow month, you struggle to pay the bills. And you know it. When a piece of equipment needs to be replaced, you have to take that out alone instead of paying cash. You know that too. I could go on and on, but need I say more? Well, okay, maybe just one more. When it comes to your retirement account, Doc, 
It's either behind what will be needed or worse. For many of you, it's non-existent. So then, why in this world do you allow you and your staff to give away the services you provide? Why do you hear from other staff members, from other offices, phrases such as, I could never charge my patients for such and such, or how many times do I hear staff complain that the doc gives away services all the time, yet he or she will not give any of us a raise? It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Well, I want all of you to know that I take 28 PPO plans from my practice, and I am definitely running a very profitable dental practice, one that affords me over 50% of my production is take-home pay, and you heard that correctly. I work about 12 to 14 days per month, net produce over $1 million, and the rest of the math is for you to ponder over with what I said earlier. There are only a couple of PPO plans I don't take because, yes, they have loan reimbursements. I don't want to deal with them, but it's not that I couldn't be profitable with them, as I said. I want to be very clear on this point. It's not the plans. It's dentists and office managers being misled by consultants that causes dentists and dental team members to work their guts out for meager wage. In other words, maybe dental leaders and others need to change their thought leadership and their status quo leadership on just how PPO plans work and how state laws should be applied to their patients. I, Dr. Rob, right here, am an extremely profitable PPO provider, and this is what we train on here at My Practice, My Business, and our dental clients experience it every single day. So what is the solution to this widespread problem? Stop it. It's that simple. Just stop believing the crap you hear. You need to train your patients, number one. That's correct. You need to train or retrain the patient from expecting free dentistry to actually paying for your amazing services. Maybe the problem is you, though, Doc, more than your team. You need to train yourself in business finance, principles found in every business out there. No matter how hard I try, I can never get free hash browns with my sausage egg McMuffin at McDonald's. How rude of McDonald's to not let me have free food each time I go there, which is, you know, once or twice a week. I'm their best customer. The workers at the window recognize me every morning because I always tell them, Hey, thanks for feeding me. <laughs> I guess nobody else says that as they hand me their, my order. But how dare those workers not give me free food? That's, that's, it's like if we're training our patients to do that, then that's on us, okay? That's our fault. So maybe then they all could contribute to my free food because it's the right thing to do, right? We should contribute to our patients' free dentistry. That's the right thing to do. That's not an altruistic business thought leadership whatsoever. I mean, helping people out is what we do all the time. Oftentimes not getting paid, but I want to be able to choose the people that I help out. I don't want it to be across the board because we've lost that business thought leadership. I just want to drive this point home one more time. In the, in the uh, Utah Dental Networking Group, I continue to see some people post things that are like, you know, like this one doc did that we need to, we need to have a 
paradigm shift. I'm paraphrasing. We need to, you know, have a painful experience to pay, you know, people more money uh, in order for them to stay here. Like in Utah right now, hygienists are like unicorns. It's really tough. But here's the thing that is interesting to me that I think is we have carrying capacities. The hygienists in the dock can only run so so fast. And and if the PPL plans are giving us a budget like this, we can only hit that ceiling of that budget only once in a while. I mean, we're, we're, we're pinging it. We can't go any higher unless we know how to charge. Unless we know how to charge for technology, medications, materials by giving our patients choice. And, it, and every time I see somebody post that, that it's our fault we're not uh, be able to pay our team members more because we're taking so many PPO plans, there, you know, there's some truth to that, but I think that we're the ones responsible because we don't understand the PPO contracts or the state laws and how to apply them. And when you do apply those, guess what happens? The patient actually is more responsible to pay out of pocket for, for better dental care because the insurance company is never going to pay for it. When people are paying a premium for five family members at $100 a month, $20 a patient, do you think insurance companies are going to cover everything? That's not going to happen. Now, a, a, uh, a talking point that we're going to be bringing up here in the next uh, few weeks is the fact that our new, our new Utah law, with our new Utah law, we are now seeing patients complain to the HR departments, and we're actually seeing insurance companies starting to pay for things they used to not pay for. And one of those is local anesthetic. Isn't that interesting? Change the law, apply the pressure, Make the patient responsible for their dental services. It's amazing what happens. Patients are responsible to pay. But if we want the insurance companies to pay a little bit more, and it's not going to be a lot more, but if we want them to pay a little bit more on a copay, then we have to push back kindly and legally, ethically and morally. I hope that all of you will understand when you give dentistry away, it hurts everybody. It hurts you, Doc. It hurts the team because you can't give them raises and bonuses. And, uh, and it really conditions the patient to expect free dentistry. I hope we change that thought leadership. I, I'm going to come back full circle now. Can dentistry coexist with insurance? Well, we better learn how to. It's not going to go away. You can continue to listen to some of these consultants in some of the markets where they tell you to drop insurance. It works sometimes, but in the state of Utah, I've seen more practices damaged and many of them file bankruptcy than actually uh, find success with dropping those insurance plans. So let's change that thought leadership. I hope you've enjoyed these talking points, and I appreciate you being with us here today. If you found these talking points and our thought leadership here at My Practice, My Business helpful to your practice, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, listen to our podcasts, and the best thing you can do is give us a call. Our tagline, Changing Practices and Changing Lives. That tagline was brought to us from our clients. 
not us. Thanks so much for being here and have a great day. Thank you for being with us today. Since 2006, My Practice, My Business has been teaching dentists and their teams business skills, dental insurance contractual protocols, and state laws governing how to profitably bill patients fairly for the need-based services they provide. What's more, we guarantee our training, unlike other dental consulting companies in the industry. Simply stated, if you don't increase your net revenue, we don't get paid. We call it dental consulting the way it should be. We believe there's never been a more important time than now for dentists to experience and implement our key methods, knowledge, and business training within their dental practices. To learn more about our guaranteed, no-risk clinical business of dentistry training that is changing dental practices for the better, just go to our website, mypracticemybusiness.com, and surf our pages for additional information about our company and the services we provide. When you're ready, give us a call and get scheduled for the most profitable dental business training that you will ever experience. If you enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a five-star review. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to call us. Thank you again and have a fantastic day.